you know, the more plants I acquire, the more I understand that episode of Bob's Burgers, where... He sings to his plants? Bob sings to his plants, yeah. That show has some fire tracks. I... <laughs> Bad stuff happens in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bob's Burgers. And that Christmas song that, um... <laughs> Marsh- Is it Marshmallow? It's gonna... Wish that he was never born. <laughs> we should do an episode on the Bleakin. <laughs> the Bleakin's a skinwalker. Ooh, spicy take. Spicy meatball. from something what is that from <laughs> no that's from a thing I don't someone it. says spicy meatball <laughs> mm. i tried to google it and it's just like here's spicy meatball recipes <laughs> like i don't need that i need the reference I need to not spit this water out my nose jesus it's, uh, the mask jim carrey in the mask he goes that's a spicy meatball there's a, You've never seen that movie, a, have no. you? Well, I think not. I have, but it scared me. I was young when yeah, it came out. It's yeah? a scary movie <laughs> for kids. It's not for kids. No. I uh, I read that Goosebumps book. I was Mask. just about. To, did you see the like the movie? Like the we watched they, it they used together. to have the little movie. Yeah. 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 And it was like that carved wooden mask okay so like goosebumps was way too scary for kids. It w- the no. show no if we want to talk about something being too scary for kids scary stories to tell in the dark was oh too my scary God. for kids i don't know if i will let our child read those and they were supposed to make a movie i think they did did they oh yeah. i want to see it i don't know if i do i we don't know if i want to re-subject myself night. to that trauma yeah, I used to, um, one of my friends had like a treehouse slash play gym thing. Mm-hmm. It was like a play gym when he was little and converted to like a cool treehouse. And mm-hmm. we had like a TV in it and all this stuff. Well, we used to go out there and like camp kind of. Like we would just spend the night out there and we would read those. And like three nights in a row we did that. And I swear I did not sleep for like three didn't. days in a row. I was I like, I can't. It's terrifying. I think I read those at the first overnighter I pulled at um, a friend's house. I'm going to go buy them now. They're scary. i got to hide them from our child. Yeah, until she's old enough to be terrified the way we were. There's no age for that. Mm-mm. There's no old enough. It's... I guess we should introduce the podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dylan, and I'm scared of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I just spilled water. <laughs> My butt is very <laughs> wet now here. I watched it slowly. Why didn't you further. say anything? Because <laughs> you were supposed to introduce the podcast. Oh, I didn't well, want to interrupt. Now I have a wet butt. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and I'm welcome back. I'm scared of the dark <laughs> and Kristen has a wet butt. It's like very wet. I have denim on. This isn't. See, that's what I did. I didn't want to interrupt you. Well, you should have told me. Okay. Well, hello, and welcome back to Cryptic and Colloquial, a cacophony of crimes, crimes, cults, conspiracies. (laughs) I'm publishing. I don't have time to edit this. I'm Kristen. (laughs) I'm Dylan. And Kristen has a wet butt. I have a wet butt. Man, we're going through it this week, aren't we? Yeah. So much so that... Uh, we changed topics. Yeah, yeah. So we were, I was going to do the Freemasons. It's my week. And um, that is just a big topic. Like that might take me a couple weeks of research. We may have to do a couple of like lighter episodes in between. So yeah. I can gather an appropriate amount of research on the Freemasons. Because it's really cool. And you get like into the Knights Templar and and all kinds of like it it runs so deep that i want to i want to do it justice in fact it might even be a two-parter yeah so that's a big one but alas i hope you guys had a wonderful week home alas do you remember that (laughs) yeah we had an acquaintance that we are no longer acquainted with who 
once upon a time posted on Facebook. Home alas. <laughs> As though that's the way you use alas and it's Yeah. Anyway. Home alas. Well, welcome back. Um we're a dumpster fire this week, so bad. It's bad. It's been a bad week, yeah. Yeah. So we brainstormed for mm-hmm. for a minute and we were like, what can we do that like we already have some knowledge or like have something to work off of yeah what do we land on we landed on the mandela effect slash dimension slipping slash my biggest fear yeah Kristen's. i think we alluded to this last week yeah probably if i remember right Kristen's is megalodon Mm -hmm. it's the ocean the ocean because in part of Megalodon. Yes. Mine is dimension slipping. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear, and this is like sometimes so crippling, specific. is that I am going to wake up one day and everyone that I know is going to act like they don't know who I am. And I'm going to, I'm just going to walk in and you're going to like scream and be like, oh my God, who are you? Get out of my house. And I'm going to look around and like none of my clothes gonna are going to be, be like in the closet. that episode of The Office where, <laughs> where Jim and Pam convince Dwight that Jim is Asian. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> goes so far as to kiss Pam. He's like an actor, they know. I wonder if, like, I watched a movie with this premise. I don't know. But, like, all kinds of stuff like this, right? Like, um, Freaky Friday, where they switch. I love Freaky Friday. Terrifies me. (laughs) I don't, I want to be me. I don't want to not be me. Yeah. And I'm I'm also worried about, like, amnesia. Terrifies me. Well, we're going to talk about memory today. I take solace in my reality, <laughs> and it's it's my yeah. comfort, and I need I mean, it I think to, everybody does, though, right? I need right? it to be stable. Like, nobody considers that their reality isn't the way... Like, that's what how we run into so many conflicting issues, right? Is that, like, in opinions and things, is because it's hard to fathom a reality outside of our own. It mm-hmm. takes, like, a bigger scope of the world and more experience in the world, to yeah. consider realities other than our own. Um, and so, yeah, I think existentially that's a fear for a lot of people that they don't realize that they have, right? And humans are inherently bad at uh, being told that they're wrong. Oh, very. Or, or like, very. finding out that they've been wrong. Yeah. So much so that, like, we will go, like, without intentionally doing so our brains will go like out of their way Mm -hmm. to keep convincing ourselves that we're in the right that we're in the right even after being presented with information and evidence that we're not right yeah it's crazy like it it panics me there's times where i'm like what was the most recent thing (laughs) so there's a lullaby that you sing josie yeah that you swear I taught you, and I've never heard it in my yeah, life. Yeah, you taught it to me. I didn't. I'm sorry. And he looked at, he got this frantic look. He, <laughs> he was thinking, scary. and I was like, what are you singing? And he was like, that lullaby you taught me. And I was like, Dylan, I've never heard that song in my life. And he was like, no, you, it's like, I could you see taught it to me. the panic setting in. And yeah. I was like. He's like, lie to me, lie to me, and t- I don't care. <laughs> lie to me and, and tell you me that you refuse to lie to me. Yeah, no, because it's not true. That's mean. It, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, let's set the stage here. So, it's two thousand nine. We're in Atlanta, Georgia. It's Labor Day weekend. Okay. I was a freshman. Can you like just stick with me here? Okay. Yeah. 2009, Atlanta. It was after 2008. You know, that was a great year for me. Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Summer of 08 was the peak of Kristen's life. It really was. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So we are at Dragon Con in downtown Georgia. Are you with me? Downtown we're, Atlanta. We're at what? Dragon Con. Like a convention? Yes. For dragons? No. 
Kind of. Or well, about dragons? It's a science. It's, it's called a multi-genre convention. So it's like a sci-fi, fantasy, comic book, all things oh. related convention. So it's inclusive. Yes. Multi-genre. But named after dragons. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're in the great room. Okay. With Fiona Broom. And a conversation is brought up about Nelson Mandela's funeral. Mm-hmm. And several people in the room had a memory that Nelson Mandela had died in the 1980s. And his funeral was televised. And they remember watching his funeral. Yeah. Okay. Nelson Mandela didn't die until 2013. And he didn't die in prison, like these people remembered. He died of, like, complications from a respiratory disorder. I think he was, like, 95. Yeah. Okay. But they distinctly remember watching Nelson Mandela's funeral. Thus was dubbed the Mandela Effect. Yeah. What I know about, like, the Mandela Effect is that there's tons of, like, Mm -hmm. examples of it. But... Mandela, like that, the one that you just mentioned, is the most widely known. Well, and it didn't hit the mainstream like media until 2016. So this was pretty recent. I think I first heard about it. I was working at the nursing home, probably 20, 2016, 2017. Um, I was listening to the Jenna and Julian podcast. I hope Jenna's living her best life out there. Um, just for the record. But I was listening to Jenna and Julian podcast and they had brought it up. I was working nights so I could listen to podcasts. And we had like three residents. And the two on my side were like, <laughs> they took care of them. We were very new nursing home. Um, they took care of themselves. So, because it was assisted living. Um, so it went mainstream in 2016. So essentially what these memories are, are collective, or the Mandela effect, are collectively remembered memories that differ from reality. So they're typically remembered in very vivid and elaborate detail. Um, and, and it's also like remembering things slightly differently than they actually happened. So my the the example that traumatized me was the Berenstain Bears example. The Berenstain Bears. Right. So I recall when I was reading the Berenstain Bears, it was spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N, Bears. That's the way I recall it. Yeah. And you Same. recall it that way. Yep. But it's Berenstain with an A. And that shakes me to my core. So other examples that are popular um, include Star Wars uh, in The Empire Strikes Back. Vader says, I am your father. He never says, Luke, I am your father. Like, he, he never says, says no, that. I no, am your father. He just says, I am your father. He says, no, okay. I am your father. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what, what he says. Um, Curious George. He doesn't have a tail. I think I think I'm from the no tail dimension. I remember him having a tail. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Um Skechers, the shoe brand. Mm-hmm. There's no T in Skechers. What is what is it? It's S K E C H E R S. Skechers. I've never owned a pair of Skechers. I so. own Skechers like when Skechers first came out. I mean, maybe when I, I was a kid and I had like light up yeah. shoes or something. Yeah. That's what Skechers like. That's their market. And then one that I think we've both experienced is in Queens, We Are the Champions at the end. He doesn't sing Of the World again. So it ends. Yeah, yeah. We I remember this one. Champions. No time for losers. We are champions. And that's it. <laughs> There's a, of the world, at the end. There's no. Though in Chicken Little, that yeah, is the way it's say, done. <laughs> what about Chicken Little? <laughs> no, it's, that's, that is the line in Chicken I, Little. I know it is because we've seen that movie more than. That is my comfort movie. I don't know if everybody, sorry, you're probably hearing me move this blanket because it is wet and my pants are wet and I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, <laughs> but 
Um, Chicken Little is my comfort. I have a Chicken Little tattoo. It is my comfort movie. I love Chicken Little. But yeah. I think I like it enough now to also get a Chicken Little tattoo. What Chicken Little tattoo would you get? I want the little fuzzy guy. I, okay. I want him in real life though. Yeah. I need well, you to find You got them. a Rudy instead. I got I <laughs> you get a, a little three-legged worm. I got Bentley, I got Lamp, and I got a Rudy. You he get a three-legged three worm with nasty teeth and His horrible teeth are breath. So terrible. And Grinch feet. <laughs> and Grinch feet. But he's so sweet. Yeah. I do love him. He's Anyways, nice to our baby. So that's the Mandela effect. Um and I know that you and I both have personal experiences. With this as well. So I don't know if these are like considered the Mandela effect because they're not like collectively remembered by large groups of people. But like I remember my dad telling me that George Harrison died in a plane crash. And he didn't. He I died of lung being cancer. I remember told that too. Okay. See? I don't know who like, told me that. Maybe it was me. Maybe. But I mean... I remember being told that George Harrison died in a plane crash, and he did not. He died of blood cancer. Because I wasn't a huge Beatles fan. Yeah. Until we started dating. And, like, at the time we started dating, the Beatles were, like, your number one. I still have a Beatles tattoo also. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still a Beatles fan, but, yeah. I remember distinctly my sister telling me, the more you drink, the more you pee. (laughs) That's not the Mandela effect. No, listen. Okay. I I remember this vividly uh-huh. because I I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Like it's obvious, right? But I was young. Like I was maybe like six or seven. Like I just didn't think about those things. And then I was like, huh, that's interesting. Because I think I asked her like, why do I have to pee a lot or something? And she was like, well, the more you drink, the more you pee. And then when I was like a teenager, I I asked her, I was like, do you remember that time you told me like the more you drink, the more you pee? She was like, no. And I was like, no, you said that. She's like, absolutely not. And she swears up and down that she didn't tell me that. Wait, which sister? Kaylee. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Other than that, like, I can't think of any... Um, like anecdotal ones other yeah. than like the song thing it's the most recent yeah you taught me that lullaby yeah. and I then did not that Kristen that went away and was swapped out with this Kristen <laughs> who doesn't know that song so but i know you just as well as i knew you in the other anyways no you know that dylan you don't know me oh <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's the Mandela effect. So why does it happen? Do you want to? I'll I'll finish off on mine. Okay. I think you have the fun theories. Yeah, I'm excited. I've been staring at the words "the mystery egg story" Ooh, this entire time uh, from my notes. Go go go. So uh, dimension slipping, my mm, biggest fear. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so it's like an al- It's like the same thing as alternative realities, right? Yeah, like there's this book. Um, I should have got the name of it. Did anyway, you tell me? It's the one that I just bought recently. Uh, it's a book that I read whenever I was a kid. The Boy Who Reversed Himself? No, no, no. no. Oh. But that that's a good one, where they slip into the fourth dimension. Right. And they discover that you, there's ways to, like, move between dimensions, like, from third to fourth, and yeah. vice versa, right? Uh, but once you get there, you can't understand what's going on, so mm-hmm. you need to, like, have a way back. But no, this one um, is about, like, this shed that, like, this guy's uncle died and they inherited his farmhouse and he was weird and hated by everyone because, like, he apparently murdered all of their livestock and stuff. But the shed is, like, a time accelerating... I think the boy who reversed himself. No, that's a different one. I've got both of them upstairs. I just read read both of them uh, at the end of last year. Uh, And they go into this time portal thing and like it it hyper accelerates time and so it turns out that it's the other end of a black hole like it's a supernova Mm. where time is accelerated so much that like it bends reality Mm. and it has to like like it connects two points of the time space Ooh. so like this the whole plot is like a monster is coming 
and they can see it, but they don't know like how far away it is or what Ooh, it is or anything. Yeah, okay. and it's like a world eater. It's really cool. Anyway, great, great book. I will link it in the thing because the I don't know what it's called. Yeah. So, I like this is um, a little bit less of a big deal than mm-hmm. that. Like dimension slipping in terms of uh, this subreddit called glitch in the matrix which is a reference to the movie the matrix like we're all in this fake reality that's like pre-programmed and we're just batteries for the machines right um it's where people can post things that happen to them that's like i can't explain this like i don't know what just happened and it was it shakes me to my core sometimes i had to like unfollow i did too that subreddit because it was really freaking me out and granted now we don't want to take all of these stories that, you know, you kind of have to take them at face value because yeah. oftentimes people will write horror sagas mm-hmm. on Reddit without disclosing necessarily that they are and, horror sagas. You know, I, I don't remember how I found the subreddit, but I was really surprised to find that they have almost 900,000 members. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to get a lot. And right. it is a very, like, high traffic subreddit. Mm-hmm, very. And a lot of the stuff is like Occam's razor kind of thing. Like, you know, I read one today where this guy said that like his cat appeared in his bedroom, but like there was no way that his cat could have gotten his bedroom. And it's everyone was like, "It's a cat." It reminds me of the the magic mushroom story. Where <laughs> <laughs> basically this guy got really really high on mushrooms and. He had, like, his, five cats. His wife thought the one thing she told him was, like, not to let the cats in the basement. And all the cats got in the basement. And he could not, for the life of him, figure out how to keep all the cats back up. There like, to get them cats. all upstairs. And he would take them upstairs one at a time. And then he would come back down and get another one. And go but back upstairs. he wouldn't upstairs. shut the door. And so the cats would run back down. And he... So he had to wake up his wife at, like, three in the morning. He was crying. <laughs> he was having a breakdown. And so she came, and she got all the cats upstairs, and shut the door, and went to bed. <laughs> it's, Anyways. It's one of the funniest stories is, I've ever it read. It is. It's very funny. Okay, so I I want to share one of these stories, and it's it's an important one because it's the one that started the subreddit. Okay. Ten Be years sure ago. Shared, like, the user and everything, too. So that's the thing. It said posted by, and then, like, there was nothing there. Oh. Uh, but it was last edited. It's a ten-year-old post. Oh, okay. So, uh, it was last edited by uh, Super Unhappy Fun Time mm. in uh, 2012, which I assume is the same person. And I that's why, so. like... There's only that name there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the mystery egg story from Super Unhappy Fun Time. Okay. And I'll, I'll kind of like paraphrase, but I'll link the actual mm-hmm. thing. So uh, he posted it on Ask Reddit and said, like, get tell me your glitch in the matrix stories. And then said, like, I'll start. So apparently at his job, they have breakfast laid out every morning. And he's always the first one to, to show. I'm assuming it's a guy. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in the story that indicates that, except okay. that he eats eggs. <laughs> <laughs> what woman can <laughs> Am I not allowed to eat eggs? I don't Jesus. know. <laughs> so, they lay out uh, breakfast. Mm-hmm. I wonder what job this is. I want breakfast. breakfast laid out for me every day. Anyway, so they go to they go to work. Uh, first thing like they're the first one there and so they they show oh I'm one of the first guys from my team that's where oh, I okay. got that from okay, okay. Uh, it was deserted and they like walked into the area where the food is there was no one else in there there is it's like a small room and there was a ceramic egg tray with 12 eggs and uh, it was like like a half carton with eggs mm-hmm. and they were all like hard-boiled I assume uh, so they were warm. Yeah, freshly boiled eggs. So he grabs one, walks over to the garbage bin, a few feet away, mind you, peels the egg, whatever, and then while eating it, walks back that direction and looks down at the eggs, and there's 12 eggs. Okay. And he's looking at the mystery egg, and then looking down, like, I just grabbed an egg. 
and now there's 12 eggs. <laughs> okay. And he's like, no one else came in the room. It was a small room. Uh, they, they touched the mystery egg, and it was like the same temperature as all the other eggs. Um, so he's like, it's not a big deal. Like, it's an egg, but like, what the hell just happened with this well, egg? Yeah, where did the, the other egg come from? Yeah, and so like, it blew up. Right. Everyone talking about the mystery egg. And now there's uh, Redditor Wanhope started the subreddit based on that. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you having indigestion? <laughs> you got over there. <laughs> I should have got water instead I got Well, beer. I poured mine on my butt, so. <laughs> oh, I have your water. <laughs> I have your butt water that you spilled. <laughs> okay i have water that you spilled okay, on anyways your butt. we are we are very tangential tonight i guess i have the water that you didn't spill on your butt mm-hmm. the rest of the water is is on my butt is evaporating <laughs> slowly <laughs> okay so that's the mystery egg story so basically the rest of that subreddit is just those things and <laughs> sometimes they get really dark yeah, some of them are crazy. I, I read one where this guy's responsible for calling um, new hires and mm-hmm. getting them set up with the company. And so all they get is like, it's basically a call center, mm-hmm. right? Like they have a queue, they click on it, there's a number and they, you know, have call. some information. Right. So they called and they said like, with the whole work from home thing, they used to call like commercial, like call you at, you know, some mm-hmm. commercial place or whatever and get you set up. But now they call people's landlines they call cell phones they call everything and so they called this mobile number and this person answered and they said hi are you so-and-so and And they were like yeah and they said okay so i'm with this company getting you set up like you excited to start had this conversation they were like yeah um but just so you know like mobile service is bad for me like in this area can you call my landline and gave them the number so they repeated the number whatever they called and somebody else answered the phone, and they were like, hey, I'm looking for so-and-so. And they're like, oh, yeah, they're, like, not available or, or whatever. It's like, um, well, I just talked to them, you know, on their cell, and they said to call on this phone. They were like, that's not possible. They were like, why? It's like, because they died three days ago. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so the dude was, like, super reasonable and, and thought, like, okay, they said they had bad cell service. Maybe I just wrote the number down wrong. So called the mobile number back and the person answered again and said, hey, I thought you were going to call my landline. And he was like, yeah, I tried. And someone else answered and said that you were dead. And they were like, what? That's ridiculous. You must have written down the wrong phone number. So he was like, OK, read the number back. They read the number back twice and it was the exact same number. And they said, like, who am I supposed to talk to? And they gave them the name of the person. So they called the landline back, and it was that person that they were supposed to talk to. And it was the right number. And they were like, no, that person died three days ago. What on earth? Like, I want to think that's just like a super asshole prank call. I think it's either a prank call or, and this is kind of sad, but like a lot of times with uh, dementias, people will not like realize that someone passed away or the opposite they'll think that they passed away or something yeah as like an explanation of like i haven't seen that person or whatever sure it's weird stuff happens with dementias and so people just kind of like yeah yeah their brain just kind of makes explanations for things so maybe someone with dementia was answering the phone i don't know yeah so explain dimension slipping to me, like Eli five. Okay, so our dimension mm-hmm. has like everyone and everything in it, right? Mm-hmm. But every every moment in time where more than one thing can happen splits off into another reality. Sure, where both happen, like like. This reality, it does. This reality, it doesn't. That happens for everything. Sure. So this is like an uncomprehendable number of realities, right? Like, there's no number for mm-hmm. it. It's it's pretty much infinite realities because they're constantly forking and replicating and everything. Sure. 
starting from like the beginning of time. So dimension slipping is the idea that like there's so many of these realities and they're so closely intertwined and sometimes they even merge back into each other where like if two decisions, you know, converge into one converge, path. Yeah, yeah, like they split and then more decisions converge back to like where you would have been anyway. Um, that there's the possibility for like consciousness to slip over into one that you weren't in before. Right. And that's kind of the explanation of like the Mandela effect for some people. Like, yeah, that's so a lot of conspiracy theorists say that the reason this is happening is that we're slipping dimensions. So essentially, you know, Dylan and I and the thousands, hundreds of thousands of other people who remember the Berenstain Bears, not the Berenstain Bears, um, we converged into a dimension where the Berenstain Bears exist, right? Is that... Yeah, so yeah. assuming that this is true without mm -hmm. questioning, uh, the lullaby thing, right? Like, you taught me this lullaby. In another dimension. I dimension slipped into one where you did not teach me the lullaby. Right. So now you don't know that the song. Lullaby. Like, mm -hmm. the you that is in this timeline, in this dimension, in this reality, has no idea what that song is. Wild. But I carry <laughs> that wild. information over. From the previous dimension because yes. of some decision someone made somewhere along the line that converged these two dimensions into either one. converged or i just slipped yeah they were close enough at some point in time that like here's Whoop. the thing that gets me and this freaks me out okay um like okay so my aunt one time flew to new york mm -hmm. it was the first time mm -hmm. she had ever gone to new york uh, she got in the plane. Everything was, like, fine. She got, like, halfway there. So, like, from Texas to New York, probably, like, a four-hour flight or yeah, something. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I've, flown, I've flown to Maryland before, and it was, like, a three- or four-hour flight, I think. So, halfway, they're, like, we're landing this plane in Tennessee or wherever they were. They're, like, right now, they wouldn't tell them anything. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't say what was going on. That was September 11th, 2001. 2001. That all the planes landed wherever they were. Right. There were like other planes that were hijacked and crashed, right? Like, so the decision that like those people made and like the people that called in sick that day. Yeah. From the Twin Towers, right? Like there's a reality per this theory where they were like, you know what? I'm feeling well enough to go into work today. And they went in anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Or the uh, the opposite of that, where someone was like, yeah, I'm feeling well enough to go in. But in another reality, they were like, you know what? Screw it. I'm calling in today. Right. That freaks me out. Yeah. I think about it every time I leave the house. Because you're more likely to get into a car accident within like five miles of mm -hmm. your house than you are anywhere else. Because probably because that's where you drive the most. It's where you're the most comfortable. Yeah, and you, that's... You kind of become lax. That's also when you're, like, people are putting music on mm -hmm. or, you know, not paying attention. They're, like... Mm -hmm. People tend to start driving before they're ready to drive. Right. But, well, and, um, and on your way home, too, you start to relax a little bit more yeah. and just not be at your... And I, I think about times where, like, I almost T-bone somebody. Yeah. Right? Or, like, someone cuts a light really close and I, like waited to hit the gas or something mm -hmm. or like you texted me and I looked at my phone and didn't go and then someone ran a red light in front yeah. of me like had those things not happened I would have crashed yeah that freaks me out yeah it's like something okay something no one tells you about parenting is about the scary thoughts that you have like what if I drop my baby down the stairs yeah. <laughs> you know like what if I fell asleep while I was holding my baby right like all of these really really scary thoughts that are super super normal um in parenting but are terrifying nonetheless I did fall down the stairs without the baby recently. <laughs> it was a big fall. I was really sore for several days afterwards. I'm fine. Um, I'm just very clumsy. And I told our realtor <laughs> when we were looking at houses, I was like, unless I just fall in love with something that has two stories, I want one because I'm clumsy and I know I'll fall. 
alas, literally on the year anniversary of owning our home. Yep. That is a two-story home. I fell. Anyways, um, now every time I like almost take a misstep when I have the baby in my arms, I'm like, in an alternate dimension, I just fell, like murdered myself, <laughs> dropped the baby. and That's like... Yeah, it's like, I think about it often. It's like, hey, anxiety is cool, but have you tried existential anxiety? <laughs> <laughs> it's like anxiety plus. I can't. How's the baby doing? Speaking of which... So yeah, it's, um, this is why it's one of my biggest fears because what if I slip into a dimension where I don't do too well? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm doing all right in this one. Yeah. I want to stay here. What if? Okay. Do you have any other theories or was that your theory? Well, okay. So also, (laughs) um, I read this book recently. Uh, called Hail Mary or mm-hmm. Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. Mm-hmm. Fantastic book. Highly recommend it. You went to, I, I bullied him into buying a ticket to like a Zoom Q&A with Hank Green and Andy Such Weir. An odd interview I, I, it, I just stumbled across it on Instagram and they had like a set amount and now you have a signed copy from andy weir of hail mary i'm really glad you had such a nice time i'm really glad i bullied you into going to that yeah i i say it like oh i read this book recently i have every book he's ever written yeah and a signed copy of his last one anyway i'm an andy weir fan yeah yeah the hank green fan we both stand hank green but it, it talks about like um this concept that you know us being the only intelligent life is just absurdly it's so absurd. impossible. Mm-hmm. Like the statistically speaking, it, yeah, it is very unlikely yeah. that we are the only. Now, it is very likely that we can't reach each other. Yes, this when you told me this, you shook me to my core. Yeah, the great filter. Yeah, which could be its own episode. It, we we should do an episode over the great filter. But so that that also ties into this too is like there is there are realities where humanity didn't exist. Yeah. Like we didn't make it. You know, we hit the filter <laughs> early. Yeah. And like there are times where we were really close. Yeah. And maybe still are. Well, we need some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me bring some you got jokes? Science. Wait, okay. <laughs> speaking, your mind. Speaking of uh, lighthearted stuff, mm-hmm. when you went up to settle the baby earlier and you were doing research on this, I I sat down, I was setting up the microphones, and I turned your computer, and all I saw was the Oscar Mayer logo. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't read the page because I didn't want to, like, spoil anything. But why Oscar Mayer? Because it's also a Mandela effect. So how do you think Oscar Mayer is spelled? My baloney has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. It's M-A-Y-E-R. I have Oscar Mayer weenies in there. That tell you, but yes, a lot of people remember it being spelled M E Y E R. You bought Oscar Mayer hot dogs? That's what they had. Ew. They're classic beef. In air quotes, beef. <laughs> <laughs> it's beef light. We're going to get sued by Oscar Mayer. No, we're not that big. They don't care. I listened to a one hour long podcast on hot dogs. I watched the um, How It's Made on hot dogs, and I still oh, eat I them. Oh, I like that one, yeah. Um, I was 27 years old when I found out sliced bologna is just a giant hot dog (laughs) that they cut into... It's the same thing. They make one big hot dog. (laughs) This has nothing to do with this episode. Like the size of a slice of bologna. But it's important. (laughs) And they they slice it horizontally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, horizontally. He's he's slicing. Is it a hamburger slice or a hot it's dog? It's a bologna slice. Yeah, it's a bologna from slice. a hot dog. Okay, so back to the Mandela effect away from hot dogs. Um, so <laughs> I'm glad we had that it, the, there's several psychological 
So if you don't know, I have a master's degree in psychological research. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't do extensive academic research on this. I I studied um, what I focused on, like, Alzheimer's disease and dementias and neuro, you know, degenerative disorders is kind of what my interests were while I was in school. Um, So I know a lot about memory. And I also, in undergrad, had a fabulous, fabulous learning and memory teacher um, that I just retained a lot of information from. So a lot of this wasn't new to me, but to to read it all in this context was kind of a fun little geeky moment for me. So let me make you feel better about um, dimension slipping. So what's more likely than us dimension slipping is that we're just, we have collective false memories. So human memory it's pretty unreliable, and we don't like to hear that. It's bad. It's really bad, right? So, I mean, our memories are great. They they do what they're supposed to do, like, for the important stuff. But for non-important details, oftentimes we don't, we don't recall those. So false memories are essentially recalling something that didn't actually happen or remembering something in a different way than it actually happened. Um, so we remember the Bernstein bears, but it was always the Bernstein bears. And there's a lot of reasons that these false memories can be created. So it's could be individual differences, right? Like some people are, you know, naturally more creative. And so they kind of fill in the gaps themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's also trauma makes us remember things differently um, and sleep deprivation. So there's there's lots of different factors that kind of go into like memory formation, right? So um, that also kind of goes into um, something called confabulation, which is what you were kind of talking about. Dylan and I constantly joke that he's a confabulator. I'm very guilty of confabulation. He, he doesn't know that he's lying. And and that's exactly what confabulation is. It's an honest lie. Like It started with the pigs. Right. So. <laughs> it started with the pig story. So back I was trying after to make friends. Dilda and I first got married, we joined a life group at our church. And we were, first of all, we were like 10 years younger than anyone there. Everyone was lovely. To any of you who may be listening to this podcast, we have nothing but fond memories of all of you. Um, So (laughs) we were there and we were talking to a couple of gentlemen and they asked where we were from and we said Texas as if it wasn't very obvious by our very, very thick accents at that time. Um, And they're like, oh, um, aren't wild hogs really bad down there and dylan says yeah there are millions on my dad's land i didn't say on my dad's land i said there are millions of them there in texas your dad doesn't have that much land first of all second of all there are not millions of feral hogs out there you don't know that and so i called him on it which was so unnecessary in front of God and everybody, <laughs> I called you on it, I and I a said, nice conversation. "There aren't millions, or maybe like a few." <laughs> and he's never forgiven me since. Anyways, so confabulation—it's—it's it's honest lies, it's false statements or retellings of events that aren't factual, but the person telling the story believes they are such as dylan saying that i taught him that lullaby that i definitely didn't teach him you did, yeah. um <laughs> this is actually really common with neurodegenerative generative disorders um like alzheimer's disease and related dementias because like in the earlier stages when you start forgetting things it's easier for your brain to just make up something than just have a void there. Yeah. And you believe that it's true. Because you want um, to. Right. Well, yeah. it, you're, it, that's easier for your brain to do. Yeah. Right. So it, it's it's really common. Um, and it's, it's common with like trauma and things. And I think it's also kind of part of human nature, right? Where when we don't remember specific details about our lives, you know, we just kind of fill in the gaps. Our brains are, like, really... So, like, 
in programming, it's called like fuzzy, mm-hmm. right? Like you want to, you want to find something, but you don't remember exactly what it is. Like you do like a fuzzy kind of right search. Our yeah. brains are that way. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've seen this before. And like, it may be a red car and you've only ever seen blue cars, mm-hmm. but like you still know it's a car. Sure. Sure. But like, you've never seen that before. Well, and it, it kind of depends on like what, what's the context around the memory, right? Like when you're, when you're retrieving that memory which I can't explain eloquently as it needs to be explained, right? When we're retrieving memories, like, certain things get triggered, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. I see a dog. I know what a dog is, right? But, like, it triggers, like, like, oh, it's an animal. I've seen this animal before. My brain, like, goes through all the animals I've seen. It says, oh, it's a dog, right? I've seen one of those before. But if I didn't see, you know, an animal before and it looked kind of like a dog, I might just say it's a dog. Anyway, um, another kind of psychological concept that can go into this is, is priming and that humans and memory is very su- suggestive. So priming is saying something like, um, you know, the Berenstain Bears, you know, it was spelled with an E, right? And you're priming someone to remember it that way. Yeah, rather like, than the way that it actually was spelled. Whereas, had I not been introduced, because I hadn't thought about the Berenstain Bears since I was like the second grade, yeah. right? So, had someone not said, oh, it, it changed, right? And someone just put the Berenstain Bears in front of me. You might have been like... I might have been like, this right. is the way it's always been, right? I would have never questioned that. And so there's there's a lot of this idea of, su- you know, suggestibility, yeah. It's also involved in this. And that's why, like, eyewitness testimony is so unreliable. Um, yeah. Because you could say, well, were, were they wearing a dark jacket, right? Was the was the perpetrator, the robber, wearing a dark jacket? And you'd be like, yeah, but the, but the robber wasn't wearing a jacket, right? Your brain kind of creates these these memories depending on what it's it's primed with the information that it's given. I don't, I don't know if I want to, like, open this can of worms, but that's also why... Um... Like interrogation methods are yes. so successful. Yes. Even when when we look wrong. at like the Stephen Avery case, right? And when they were interviewing Brendan Dassey, like the fact that okay, and these are my personal opinions. Obviously, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. I don't know what goes into this. I have no backing in the judicial system whatsoever. But that kid was he. They forced a confession out of him. Well, you stabbed him, right? Right? Or you stabbed her, right? Did you shoot her? Did you tie her to the bed? Like, right? You're priming an individual who already had intellectual disabilities Mm -hmm. to answer the questions the way that you want them so you can pin something on them, right? Like, I don't think Brendan Dassey was guilty. I don't think he or Stephen Avery committed the crime. But that opinion aside, you can look at that interrogation objectively and say, no, something's not right here. Yeah. Right. It it's the same thing. And if you think about like evolutionarily, our brains don't need to be perfect no. at recollection. No. We need to know like at at a core level, is this thing gonna kill me? <laughs> Do I need exactly. to run away from it? Exactly. And that's that's really it. So like when you see people with like eidetic memories, mm-hmm. right? They're like the exception not the rule the exactly. rule is like you remember the gist of just about Most everything things, yeah. you can look at a dog and you know that it's a dog and you know that like you if don't it's need, got a collar then you like don't need exact, to worry about it yeah you don't need to know the exact breed or whatever yeah right? but if you see a tiger you're like that's not a dog i need to run <laughs> right yeah so more likely than the mandela effect is the idea that our memories are just not serving the purpose that they, that, right, we're remembering things incorrectly. incorrectly. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Does that make you feel a little better? That's, yeah, I know that our brains are just bad. Yeah. So, like, it's not as existential to me. Yeah. Like, I, I remember the Berenstain bear thing, and I was, I immediately thought, like, that's not what it was. And then I looked at it for a while and I was like, I don't know, maybe. Maybe, yeah. We were so young, I right? I looked That's at that book in like ago. 20 years. Yeah. It wasn't 20 years. But it, it was, probably. It was probably like 10. No, it's probably been 20. You're old. 
<laughs> I know. I'm old. My hips hurt. My everything hurts. They're like, they should still be under warranty. No. And they hurt. Our warranty's expired. <laughs> I'm on liability. Well, point. at least there wasn't like a great lie. I, I just ruined the magic with science this time. I didn't just say, Peter Herpaderp made it all up. It was none of it was true. Yeah, that would have been stupid. Had you done that, stupid dumb idiot. <laughs> Shout out to Medea who also got got. I uh, <laughs> I have a whole section on precognition that I don't think we have time for. No, but it's good. I can't wait to hear all. Of it. We we'll have to do like a whole episode on. Yeah, we'll need to like we'll need to pick parts of this out yeah. because it was it ended up being way bigger of a thing than I thought it would be. Yeah, I was worried that like okay we need something right to talk about. Well, in in full disclosure, I'm still I'm going to edit this tonight and then post it tonight to be uploaded at midnight. So it's Thursday night right now, and we so you got were two just, hours. Yeah, we were a hot mess. You know, so, we do our best. Life happens. It's fine. I wish we would have slipped into a dimension where we had time. <laughs> where we had already done this, and, yeah. or our lives weren't falling apart for a week. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Well. Thank you guys for joining us for another week. Um, again, this is Cryptic and Colloquial, Cacophony of Crimes, Cults, and Conspiracies. I'm Kristen. And I'm Dylan. Thanks so much for your time. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Now I'm getting outro stuff. But now I know that you're getting outro stuff. Do you want to know? I heard this noise. Listen. Is that not really satisfying? It's just a noise. I think it's satisfying. I don't know. I had to burp for like Shut up, I'm making my happy noise. All right. Thank you. (laughs) This isn't ASMR.